Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This podcast contains a whole lot of fucking coarse language. Fuck off and die, I hope you have a shitty life. Fuck off and die, I hope that you can drag me back. Fuck off and die, I hope you have really bad sex. Fuck off and die, I hope you never play your head. Fuck off and 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 die. Our podcast is called Fuck Off and Die, and we are Sarah, and I'm here with Jade. Hi, I'm Jade. And um, we put together a book called Fuck Off and Die and it is sort of a shitty guide to getting through you through the fucked up first month of a breakup. But basically this is our first podcast so we don't know what the fuck we're doing. I know that's how every new podcast starts with people just saying that kind of shit but it's true. Um, We're fast learners though. Yeah, we are fast learners (laughs) about some things. I mean what we just said off. Mike was that we're actually very very good at everything so <laughs> we are, pretty confident yeah, we'll get yeah, there eventually we hyper inflated sense of selves which absolutely is, that's why we're here but um we had very low self-esteem for a long time I did a lot of therapy to get this overconfident underqualified overconfident and we're here for you yeah and, and I think that's ultimately the main thing is that if you are going through a breakup right now and you're feeling pain and you're wondering if that pain is legitimate then I just want to say that it definitely fucking is uh, to your brain. We've um, all been there. Yeah, and we've all been there. Uh, not that that makes you feel any better. Um, so what we're going to start with is I'm going to take you through just something that hopefully will make you feel a little bit better. Wait, wait, you said something about your brain to your brain. Yeah, I know. I just fucking started that. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to get into it. Well, I think it's good. I think it's good facts. Yeah, no. Facts. Give us some facts. I, I like I looking. Facts. I like looking at facts because I, when I go through a breakup, I think, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" Like, I feel like someone died. I mean, there's lots of things wrong with you, but how you <laughs> handle breakups isn't one of them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, if you are feeling like you are grieving the fuck out of everything and you can't get through a moment of the day without crying, then I just want to say that you know that's because to your brain. The, the pain of a breakup is similar to the death of a loved one. Uh, they've done MRI studies which show that the same areas of the brain that light up for pain uh, light up 
when or are activated when you're going through a breakup. So if you feel like shit, that's because it is shit. It's it's physically stressful for your body to mm. go through a breakup. It is. So just be compassionate towards yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it. Treat yourself with love. And um, I know that a, a, you know, a shitty fucking exercise isn't going to take the pain away, um, but it might help just a fucking little bit. And we wrote it when we were feeling some breakup pain. So even if the exercise doesn't help, just know that we feel what you feel. Yeah, 100%. The chapter in the book is called Your Crew. And, and basically when you go through a breakup, whether you are the one that did the breaking up or not, I don't think that fucking matters. Do you, do you agree with that? I think the difference is if you do the breaking up, you're prepared. Like you've, mm-hmm. you've thought it through and come to a decision. That doesn't necessarily make it less painful, but mm. you're not blindsided by it like you are if you're the one that gets broken up with. Yeah, that's true. There's less of a shock factor. But more responsibility. So mm. it's kind of like it's a lose-lose. Nobody nobody really mm. has a great time going through a breakup um, regardless of which side of the situation you're on. But I think, yeah, there's just that difference in preparation. Yeah, and I think also sometimes you feel guilt that you're putting the other person through Absolutely. that pain. Because even though you know that, you know, a good friend of mine pointed out it's called a breakup because it's broken. So, mm. you know, you've done the right thing and you've given the other person the opportunity to move on and find someone that is right for them mm. and you if that's what you want because, you know what, being single is totally fucking great and fine too. I tend to disagree Jay with you. Doesn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Being in a bad relationship sucks. Yeah. So. Oh, honestly, there's nothing lonelier than being lying next to someone who you, you know, know isn't right for you or isn't supporting you the way yeah. you need. Um, so this is an exercise that helped me a lot. And these are all things I did because when I was going through my huge breakup, which was after sort of nine years being with someone who I was married to, I got really frustrated with uh, blogs and shit telling me to like sit under a tree and do a downward dog, you know, when I could barely get through a moment of the day without crying. Um, so this is all stuff I did just to sort of just alleviate that moment of pain. Because I think when you're going through a breakup, it is just about getting through every it's not even about hour to hour it's moment to moment what stuff you did what stuff yeah are we talking about the book yeah yes oh we're yeah. talking about the book hey everyone we're talking about the book <laughs> sarah's done this long preamble and forgotten I, to I'm mention sorry, I'm what fucking, she's talking about i digress the shit out of everything um so this this activity i did was called your crew and basically what i want you to do is get a fucking pen or just put it in your head and list everyone who has ever been behind you or supported you in your life dead or alive past friends or present this was something i heard about oh, it was in a podcast and this beautiful native american man was talking about it as sort of a tradition in their culture and i tried my best to find a source for it and i haven't but basically the idea is to think of your ancestors standing behind you and this was something that made me feel just really supported because I don't know, like Jade, if you when you're going through a breakup, you feel lonely as hell. Oh, it's horrible. And I think a lot of people forget, like when they're not actively participating in a breakup situation, people forget how painful it is to be there. Oh, I find um, that the hardest thing. So even your friends who love you can sometimes not strongly relate to what you're experiencing. So they don't know how to care for you. Um, but this, I love this activity. And it really gives you that opportunity to really feel like you said feel completely supported and feel like you're not on your own you've got a whole history of people behind you and and once again like I always go back to neuroscience with no fucking sources but ultimately 
back in the fucking caveman di- days, if you were rejected by your tribe, that meant death. And that's why when you do get rejected, whether you did it or not. Can no. I tell a story yes, about do. my tribe? Do. So um, talking, you were just talking about how like your ancestors are standing behind you as well. Mm. One of the people that I really like to think about when I'm feeling lonely is my grandma, mm. um, who her last relationship didn't end with a breakup or a divorce. Um, she was widowed when she was probably in her late 40s, um, which meant that she spent 40 years of her life as a single woman. Wow. And she was so amazing and so fun and she was friends with everyone. Like I used to remember going to the shops with her and I was always so embarrassed (laughs) because she would talk to every single person that worked at the shopping center. Like she'd go to the cafe at the shopping center and be like, hi, Jenny, this is my granddaughter. This is Jade, blah, blah, blah. And I'd just be like, grandma, you don't even know these people. (laughs) But what I didn't realize as a kid is she did Mm. because she was forming relationships with the community of people around her. And I like to think about her in those moments when I feel really lonely and think about how she filled 40 years of singledom full of love and companionship and relationships with the people around her. And I think I think that's like a really beautiful story because I think, you know, when you are in a relationship, you tend to depend on that person for a lot of emotional support. And then when they leave, you, you do, eventually you will fill those gaps. You know, even listening to this podcast is a way to fill those gaps. And I think if you have someone that you just have a feeling could be supportive of you or could be a friend, reach out to them. Yeah, it might be Jenny from the cafe. She was <laughs> there for my Jenny grandma. The block. I mean, that's actually how I made friends with Jade was just before my breakup. I actually think I was arming myself with friends and I saw Jade and I was like, I'm going to get this bitch on board. Yeah, As, I really um, didn't have a choice. No. <laughs> She's actually kidnapped in my home right now. But that's I'm actually hard. tied up to my yeah. chair. But that the mic is in range and that's all that matters. It's better if I'm tired, then I can't fidget too much. It's true. She's a big fidgeter and a big flailer. She might knock things over. I'm very clumsy. It's real. And, um, but yeah, so, you know, if you, if you can sit down and write who's behind you, put this, put that piece of paper in your fucking Don't pocket. forget to add us, yeah, Jane and Sarah. That's true. We're we wrote thinking. a whole book to get behind you and we're going to do a podcast about it and we're going to keep thinking about ways that we can get behind you. We are sending you so much fucking love right now. And I, I know how hard it is. We've all been through it. Uh, so that's pretty much my section. Great. I know. I'm just going to Did like... you even tell us a person that was on your... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I have so many. Tell but, us about one. Because I really scraped the barrel. Like I think of my fucking year six teacher who supported me so much in my writing. I think about my dead <laughs> grandparents, even the ones I didn't know, because I know that they would have fucking loved me. I think about the really close friends I've had, but I'm not in touch with anymore because I think sometimes circumstance means you drift apart, but I know that I still love those people and I'm sure they still love me. And then I think about the, you know, the, the sort of low hanging fruit, like your brother and sister, the ones that are sort of forced to love you. <laughs> you know, so yeah, write all those things down. Put it in. What about your, your pets? Yeah, fucking pets. I love hanging out with my pets. Yeah. They're my favorite bedfellows. Because honestly, like when I go through a breakup, I feel like I'm alone. But then when I start to think of those people and write, and write them down, because your brain has a penchant for negative distortions when you are going through pain. So prove it wrong and write those things down. Take the list with you in your fucking bag. And when you're feeling like shit, read it and feel a big cosmic hug. Okay, so it's time for our Q&A section where you can ask us a question, hit us up on the socials, and then we can 
give you our thoughts. Um, the way this segment works is I research the question and I know what the questions are. Sarah gets blindsided and we'll see what she has to say about the questions. I'm pretty excited to hear like what they are. To be honest, we put the call out, but we didn't get any responses. Besides, we got one. Oh, we did get one. So we were going to lie about, about them coming from I can't people, lie to you guys. But Jade is too good a person. I was like, just fucking lie. No, you because... guys are my friends. I can't lie to my pod friends. So so basically we really hope by the time that we're at episode five that people do have questions or even just sort of like uh, shit they want to tell us about about their breakups that we can discuss. Yeah. Ask us things. Tell us things. You can stay anonymous. Definitely. We, don't, we won't say who you are. No, we won't. Um, but so what? what's the fake question? Um, so I wanted to um, pose the question, and this is a question from me as someone who is actively dating. Is ghosting ever okay? Are you serious? Yes. Okay, so what? what's your answer to that? I kind of want to know your thoughts because mine are written down, so my, I can't change my position. 100% never okay. <gasps> I 100% think ghosting is totally fine. I think sometimes there's – I think sometimes ghosting is the kindest option. I am I am reevaluating your whole personality right now. Yeah, I'm a horrible person. I think like if the person is being abusive and you've already told them straight up or if they are just a, a you know an outright creep, it's fine. But if they're a, a, a decent person, can I can I give you a script? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to run you through a situation and then I want you to tell me whether or not you'd ghost. Okay. Okay. So um I went on a date with someone. This is obviously a hypothetical situation. It didn't actually happen. Um, Wait, did it actually happen? No. Okay. Yeah, it happened to a friend of a friend of okay, mine. Okay, got it. Yeah. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> um, so I went on a date with someone. It seemed like it went well, except I wasn't interested in them. Uh-huh. Um, I get home and I get a message that says something like, hey, do you like dogs? Yeah. So I can't be like, no, I don't want to go on a second date, right? Because they didn't ask. No, but that's like, do you like dogs? Like, fucking But what yes. if I don't want to talk to them anymore? You'd be like, hey, look, man, like I'm really into canines, but I'm not into going on another date with you. And then they'll be like, I didn't ask. So, oh, so they're just leading it on. Yeah. Because they're probably too shy to ask you out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean. Like, you can, can, you, can you say, no, I don't want to go on another date with someone who hasn't even asked you on a second date? Hmm. I, I guess like I ha- keep the conversation alive. I, I've had a situation where I had a dude, you know how dudes just sort of pop up like they've just been raised from the dead and go, hey, how are you? Mm. And then it, I don't know if maybe they're just lonely or something because they don't actually ask for anything except for maybe sometimes they ask for like pictures of your hey. tits or something. <laughs> What's up is a legitimate question. <laughs> or, you know, what are you doing? And then like I had a dude that was just or doing just, that. Or just, hey. Hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> Hey, hey. And it's like fucking, hey, hey. But I had a dude doing that and then I was just like, look, I I think at the time I had a boyfriend. So I was like, I have a boyfriend and I don't really want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, well, I guess at that point they're only asking to talk to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're asking to talk to you. So if you don't want to talk to them, you can say, I don't want to talk to you. But mm-hmm. you can't say, I don't want to go on another date with you. Yeah, because that's ask, a presumption. Right? But it's a pretty obvious presumption. If you've been on a date with them, basically with dudes. So would you break up with someone after one date? Yeah, I think I've done that a lot. I have a spiel though, which I've I've 
told you about and you say it's too nice I say something like hey I think you're a really special person but I'm just not in the place right now to um can you know keep going with anything I don't think we're a very good fit I say very good fit a lot like we're kind of like a fucking jigsaw like I think your dick's a weird size yeah or like you were (laughs) way better online like in real life you're a disappointment but you've got to let people down gently I think you know. okay, yeah, so I do think that's my proviso on I think ghosting's okay. I also think don't forget that person is a human being. So when I think ghosting's okay is when ghosting might be the kinder option. But do you ever feel good about being ghosted? Well, I don't get ghosted very much. <laughs> You're too good. <laughs> I've been ghosted. I, the first dude, one of the first dudes I slept with after my nine-year relationship, it was one of those situations where he was really into me until I showed him interest back. And I have a theory that's because the thrill of the chase makes men feel single. And as soon as I reciprocated, he just fucking like dropped off the face of the earth. And it really upset me. Yeah. Because it was my first experience of it. I'd, I'd never had it happen before. And I was just like, we had this connection. We had great sex. And now you are just ignoring me. Um, I mean, I get it. I get why people do it. It's because they don't want to have to deal with the possible conflict yeah, and there can be possible conflict. Like I've said thanks but no thanks to people and then copped abuse back. Mm. Didn't enjoy that. Um, but also, yeah, sometimes it's like there isn't the opportunity to break up with someone. Also, I really think prior to like getting serious with someone, you don't need to break up with them. No. Like if you've been on one date, yeah. you don't owe them anything. I don't think it's a breakup though. I think it's just a, hey, this is where I'm at situation just so that you're giving them respect of some kind of closure even if you're telling a white lie you know I've done it before where I didn't I sort of felt bad about not liking a guy who liked me back and I sort of was you know he was like oh am I gonna see you again and I was like yeah yeah because I just didn't want to deal with upsetting him because I do hate conflict but then I realized that's meaner what about before you've even been on a date if you're just chatting to someone can you ghost them then can you do a disappearing act at that point? Yeah, I mean, I think that's fine. Or do you have to break up with your text buddy? I, I have done that before when I'm like in a super, um, you know, if I'm, in this, if I'm in a place of integrity, like I go through phases, like I go through, through phases where I'm a dick and then places where I just feel like I'm fucking holy as fuck. Um, so, yeah, look, I think if you haven't met them, who cares? They're still a person. Yeah. Don't be a dick. No, that's true. But I also don't think, I think... In this day and age, right, we all have our phones on us all the time. Mm. Nobody, you don't owe your time to anyone, mm. but don't be a dick. I feel like that's the deal. Like, yeah. So if you think they'll be hurt by you ghosting, yeah. maybe send them a message to say you're not going to be hearing from me anymore. But I think you know, a lot of the time, especially when things are like, you know, you're just chatting or you're mm. in your first couple of dates, sometimes I think it's kind of to just ghost. I think I will assume... If I message someone and I don't hear back from them within yeah, a small period of time, I assume they're not interested. Yeah. I know they have their phone on them. If when do ha- we not have our phones on us? If you haven't been on a date with them, then yes. But otherwise, if you have been on a date with them, I think ideally you want to just give them an, you know, just give them an idea that you're not interested anymore. Or, you know, even if it's just like I'm really busy or I'm going to China to find myself. 
or I don't like you and I don't want to see you again. Yeah. See, I feel like rather than saying that to someone, I'd rather just ghost. Yeah, so I think that's because for you it's too hard to shell a white lie. So you probably just fucking ghost yeah. off the planet. My option is honest or ghost. Yeah, whereas I'm like totally fine. Like I was happy to lie about this being like a feed, you know, a real person's question. But we couldn't do it because Jade is like the – I don't know because I feel like you're either then a complete dick yeah, or I am. a complete dick. I am. Yeah. Either way. Basically being honest But I'm shit. real. Yeah, you are real. But I guess the, the crux or the crutch, the genital of the matter is, <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah. So I think if we were to evaluate this question in terms of is ghosting ever okay, it's one all. Yeah, one vote to yes, you, one vote you say to no. no. No, you say yes, I've lost my faith in you, and I say no. Yeah. So in this case, can we do a can we do a social media poll? Yeah, that would be a good idea on Instagram. Yeah, we we'll give we'll it. give you a follow up update on this, and also we'll I just, find out from from you guys what you think. Yeah, just fucking answer though. Don't ghost us. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't hear <laughs> yeah. anything, we know. We'll feel de- devastated. But that's the other thing I just wanted to raise is if you have been ghosted, don't make it about you. Oh, like, totally. I I find with dating, especially online dating, it is fucking brutal out there. Anyone who who says it's not has just not been on the scene for a while and it's fucking delusional Um, yeah because when you're new to a dating app they show you all the best candidates oh yeah a week later there's no one left yeah guys in their 40s with non-ironic sunglasses it is really depressing i mean just don't make your age range 40 but i'm 33 so i feel like 40 is like like a normal age range for me now really because i'm 36 and i wouldn't go there yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) but you know i i'm just trying to be realistic here But what I was going to say is there are so many reasons why people don't want to be with you or continue to have a date or ghost you. You may as well choose a reason that empowers you. For example, if if I have someone not interested in me, I just go, oh, well, you know, maybe um, they bumped into their ex-girlfriend and they realized they wanted to be with them or, you know, maybe Maybe they they have an anxiety disorder and they just can't deal right now. Maybe they have severe mental illness. Or maybe they got hit by the number 98 bus. Look, I do assume if someone doesn't get back to me, they're probably dead. Yeah. And I think that I think that makes you feel a lot better. And honestly... There's in- a lot of dead guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like 50% of people in WA are just fucking yeah, dead. Yeah, RIP. Maybe like when they message you, they die. Maybe that's like you have this sort of superpower. Oh my God, don't say that. I'll never get another date again. <laughs> but um, anyway, all I want to say is it's not about you if you get ghosted. 100% I agree on that. Yeah. You're great. Thanks. No, not you. I'm talking about the listener. You're you're an evil fucker. That's what I've decided. Um, do we have anything else to say on this? No, I'm, I think I, I think we've discussed this in the, in detail. Mm, okay, so I just want to say I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, and be respectful, even if you're ghosting. Don't be a dick. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So we decided that to end the podcast, we want to leave you with an inspirational quote. I know some people fucking hate inspirational quotes, but I actually like them. Uh, Jay, do you have a quote? Um, yes, it is. Ghosting is totally fine. <laughs> you fucking just made that up. You don't have a quote. Yeah, to guess- quote the great Jade, ghosting is fine. Honestly, quoting yourself is perfectly fine. Um, yeah, once again, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Ghosting is not okay. That's not my quote. That's just my opinion. Well, you're welcome to use it as my quote. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to pretend that I didn't hear your quote. Um, but I'm going to give you my quote, which, which is... Um, Sometimes bad things fall apart so better things can fall together. And that's by Marilyn Monroe. I feel like that's a beautiful quote. She wasn't the wisest woman, but that's a beautiful quote. I feel like she was. I mean, she dated fucking, um, what's his name? JFK? (laughs) No, she fucked JFK or sang to him. Isn't that the same thing? Um, No, she dated the guy that wrote The Crucible. What was his name? Uh, I don't don't know. know. But he was hot. Like he was intelligent, academic hot. Um, so if you've gotten this far, we commend you and we just want to say that we love you and we're sorry that you're going through a hard time, but show compassion for yourself. And also you're a fucking badass warrior. This podcast was recorded in a lounge room in Perth, Western Australia. Fuck Off and Die is a book you can buy on Amazon Australia and our website, fodbook.com. Our theme music is by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabam. We are always looking for sponsors, so if you want to support our work, please email info at fodbook.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.